2: Mikhail Yell is still there. Then came stronger lucky Swain S in deep traffic from Courier Wonder. And here's the big boy. Here comes Wellington. Sight success. Wellington's after him from Mikael Yell, Courier Wonder, and Skyfield. Wellington ranged up to Sight Success. Courier Wonder and Skyfield. Wellington, he's back to his best, baby. He's a sprint winner. Absolutely brilliant action coming out of. Hong Kong and coming from the voice of Mark McNamara, of course, uh, who was on deck in this country for a long time. But on a global racing calendar, very rarely uh, does it have a down moment. The Hong Kong International Races manages to be an annual mega event as the biggest players descend on the small but incredibly powerful racing jurisdiction. Back in 1988, for instance, there was only one international race on the card open to overseas entries from Malaysia and Singapore, but since then the number of countries that have sent horses to contest the international races in Hong Kong Kong include uh, uh, Australia, Canada, Denmark, France, Germany, Great Britain, Ireland, Italy, Japan, Macau, New Zealand, South Africa, the UAE and of course the USA. The one race, the forerunner to the main event, the Longines Hong Kong Cup has uh, since become four, a sprint, a mile, a cup and a vase. Uh, all to be raced for this Sunday New Zealand time, all worth meme-beams. We've already talked about tonight in the International Jockeys Challenge at Happy Valley. Jamie Richards uh, is over there now. He's uh, another of our uh, racing star exports, unfortunately, but he's plying his trade over there brilliantly. Nowadays, uh, he's based in Hong Kong in his second season of training. He's got a big team uh, in this uh, Happy Valley uh, tonight and uh, saddles his first Hong, uh, group one runner up there this weekend when Wellington, you just heard Wellington, uh, looks to defend his Hong Kong international sprint title. Jamie, good morning to you and uh, thanks for talking to us back home. Morning, Smithy. Great to chat. Yeah, great to chat. We've got Louis on board with us as well. I, I'm, I was just going to uh, open up by saying uh, with the, the shutting down of uh, Singapore as well, coming up within the next uh, 12 months or so, uh, that makes Hong Kong an even much more venue, doesn't it, in your region? Yeah,
1: for sure. But Hong Kong and uh, Singapore are probably slightly different. Um, Hong Kong's probably a couple of steps up from Singapore in terms of the prize money and um, uh, the way that it's uh, regulated and administered um, in terms of ownership and all of those sorts of things. But Singapore still had a really important place um, for New Zealand breeders, for Australian breeders to take up those sort of mid-level horses. Um, so, yeah, Singapore shutting down is, is not great, but um, you know Hong Kong is going to only continue to flourish.
0: Jamie? Good to speak. Uh, nice to have you on the program and it was good to see you doing a lot of buying like with your Hong Kong uh, colleagues during the, the sale we just had down here. Do you feel the buzz about Hong Kong this week and, and what is that like? For those of us that haven't been and experienced this week, you're a bit more established this time around. What is it like having all the big wigs in town?
1: Yeah, it's basically a must-attend event. Um, if you're a racing fan or enthusiast, uh, it's a great week. Uh, starting off tonight with the jockeys challenge four legs um with the best jockeys from around the world, and then obviously into the big international day on on sunday so um got some friends and uh, you know different people arriving from New Zealand and Australia over the next few days so it 's going to be a it 's going to be a big old week, and hopefully we can get a winner or two somewhere
0: Hmm. Yeah, I certainly hope so So does Smithy, actually He's got his pen sharpened now Or pencil, because you don't sharpen pens, do you? Um, what, what What I would like you to do for us, Jamie Is best you can Now you've been there a wee bit And you understand the place more innately Explain to us the culture of racing and gambling in Hong Kong Because people have explained it to me previously Like it's, it's a church and a religion Can you feel that when you're on the ground there?
1: Absolutely, yeah the- the uh When I first came up here, paulo Solilin explained it to me in a, a very good manner and said uh, horse racing is their national sport um, so instead of us supporting the all blacks or the black caps uh, or or whoever it may be on a national level, Hong Kong was all about horse racing and um they just love it. Um, they love to they love to bet. They love they love the horses. And um, the owners often come to the stable and, and visit their visit their horses. So it's um, you know it's 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 the big industry here in Hong Kong in terms of uh, a sporting um, sporting events. It's pretty heavily regulated. They can only bet through the jockey club on racing uh, or football in, in the in the UK. Um, so that that's why you know it's it's very well managed and and established and um, everything the jockey club does is very thorough and very professional.
0: Mm. and how is your relationship building phase going i mean you you've finished your season now you're into your, your se- first season you're into your second season uh, how's the stable placed with horses and owners are you, are you feeling comfortable or are you, are you always want more and, and i suppose wellington ties into that because i wonder you don't necessarily feel pressured i don't think you're a pretty pretty cool calm collected guy but i imagine this is a kind of a different kettle of fish
1: Yeah, absolutely. This is um, this is a this is a different ballpark up here. Um, Very challenging place. Uh, In terms of horse numbers, we're good, Um, but it's it's uh, you know the the horses can move around between trainers, which doesn't happen as often in New Zealand. Um, So horses come and go, um, but you've just got to keep working hard, and uh, hopefully we've got some. Nice young horses coming through. The season has started a little bit slower than I would have liked. Um, Things just haven't been going our way. We've had sort of bad barriers and um, just things haven't sort of fallen into place for us. But hopefully um, that's going to start to change shortly. And uh, it was a big thrill to pick up Wellington at the end of last season when uh, Richard Gibson retired. Um, Big vote of confidence from the owners to have a horse of his quality. Uh, come into the stable um, So really excited for him on, on Sunday And uh, yeah, we've got some nice, hopefully some nice chances tonight as well
0: Has he responded to you, Wellington, the horse? I mean you've obviously got different training ethos And you've gone up there and you would have adapted And you'll probably have a different training ethos To when you left New Zealand by now Have you seen the horse um, come up well? It, uh, had your Raiders first up effort He didn't have a lot of galloping room So w- where is the horse heading into this weekend?
1: Horses in good shape. Um, everything's gone according to plan. I just got to try and keep things simple with him. He's a bit of a quirky old boy. Um, there was a blueprint there from his previous trainer. I've pretty much just stuck to that, just mm. keeping things simple with him. He had a little gallop on Monday morning and um, on the grass down the back straight and seemed to work along nicely. So, um, yeah, happy with where he's at and how he's going. He's going to have the blinkers on for the first time uh, on uh, Sunday in the – in the big race, which is something that I did like to do at home a little bit. He's a seven-year-old gelding now, and I'm just hoping that that, that can spark him up a little bit. Um, Lucky Swainess is, uh, is obviously the horse to beat. We've got a few international horses here as well, but uh, all reports are that Lucky Swayness is airborne, so we'll just have to uh, keep our fingers crossed that you know we can run a good race and be competitive.
0: What's it like with the internationals coming in? Because I suppose that's something you didn't have to deal with here in New Zealand. We don't have a hell of a lot of raiders coming here. Is it is it interesting when you have different stables and you see Aidan O'Brien working six horses, um, kind of trotting up in a line like like he likes to do? And is it you get different word about which horses travelled well and which horses settled in well? Is that a different aspect?
1: Yeah, it certainly it adds an international flavour to the weekend. There'll be people from all parts of the all parts of the world here for racing uh, tonight and and on Sunday. Um, Hong Kong are are renowned for having really good sprinters. Um, So lucky Swayness will start favourite. And the the international sprinters that come here haven't got the best of records, but that's not to say that can't change this weekend. But where the internationals really do excel is when they get out to 2,000 metres and mile and a half in the bars, those European horses and the horses from Japan become really competitive. So... Um, yeah, we've got some nice horses racing and representing Hong Kong this weekend, but also some great horses on an international level as well.
0: Okay, so tonight we get serious. Uh, you've got a pretty big part to play in this uh, jockey's challenge, just quietly, mate. This will, this will be really fascinating. So we'll see what you, you like here, and you should be able to tip us the winner of the actual uh, event, which would be nice of you. Um, race four is where we start, and in race four, uh, Jamie Richards will be saddling up Superfast Dragon.
1: Yeah, Superfast Dragon's coming off a good run last time where he, where he was narrowly beaten. Um, he's got a nice lightweight Um Blinker's going on him for the first time. He's going to need a good strong tempo, but there's a couple of horses in there that are going to run along. Um, so hopefully it sets it up for, for him to come from uh, off the pace. Um, but he's going to need a bit of luck. Um Good, strong, competitive races all night. Uh, the international jockeys—they had a different flavour, a different aspect. Sometimes it takes them a little while to adjust to the pace of the races here. So it'll be interesting to see how it all see how it all plays out.
0: Not sure how your Japanese is, but I'm sure you and uh, Yuga will figure that out. In race five, you have got in here uh, to Infinity and Rachel King. She's coming off a three Group One season, so an awesome opportunity for her to head up there and represent Australia. Yeah,
1: for sure. She's um, obviously done a great job in, in Sydney and uh, won the Cornwall down the straight there for, for Bjorn. So um, she's a, a world-class rider and looking forward to having her on that. Two Infinities, uh, and another one coming off a good run last time. Uh, he's sort of got a midfield barrier, so he should be okay uh, midfield with a bit of cover and hopefully he can he can finish off strongly. But again, good, good competitive race. There's a horse called... Um, Casper's horse that Ryan Moore's on in that race should be very hard to beat. M, M Unicorn, is it?
0: Uh yes, 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 yes. Ryan Moore. Uh, here we. By Saberville. Yeah. Okay. By Savarbil. Good to know. Hey, I don't. I mean, I, I don't follow your Hong Kong form. I, I like to check in from time to time, Jamie, and, and feel proud when you win a race. But I thought Sixth Generation was probably one of your better chances of the evening.
1: Yeah, we hope so. He's uh, he's drawn well. Um, he's got to get out of the barriers. He's a little bit lazy coming out of the barriers. I put the blinkers on him just to try and sharpen him up a little bit. He has had them on before with his previous trainer, but not with us. Um, he's won three times over the course and distance, which is always good. But again, he's just going to need a little bit of luck. He's got to get out of the barriers and put himself in the race. But um, Karis Teton's riding him for us. He's won the Jockeys Challenge before, so um, Hopefully, everything goes well with, with him and he can be a, a nice chance for us.
0: And then in, in race eight, so there's just the four races that go to the, the Jockeys Challenge. And then in race eight, Simba, who you've got up in the, the ratings a wee bit here, uh, Holly Doyle, who will be, um, oh she'll be loving it there. And it's great to see the the UK jockeys in town. So she jumps on Simba for you.
1: Yeah, so Simba's an interesting horse. So on face value, his form has been disappointing. Uh, but he's got a stack of ability. It's just getting it out of him and getting uh, everything to suit. So he's drawn a little bit wide, but he does go back um, anyway. So we just need a strong pace for him. He'll be getting to the outside and should be finishing off strongly. He trolled particularly well at the valley uh, last Saturday morning um, and heads into the race in in good shape. Um, So hoping to see a, a good run from him.
0: Okay, so Smithy's been listening to all of that. He's done his form, and obviously you know your form. You guys on three both say who you think. No, I'm kidding. Who, who do you reckon is going to win the Jockeys Challenge, Smithy? And, and we'll see if Jamie agrees.
2: Um, Ryan Moore.
1: Yeah, I think he's got a pretty good book of rides. Um, Karis Teetan, the local guy here. He's got some nice rides. Yeah. Um, but, yeah it just comes down to luck and running and if you can win one and run second or third in another then you're probably just about over the line um, so yeah it's going to be going to be an interesting night and and uh, really looking forward to it
0: mm. I'm surprised they didn't they didn't uh, manage to pair you and J Mac up for a, a little Kiwi uh, connection in, in one of those races but outside of those do you have a, a do you have a nice chance throughout the evening that we can follow Um.
1: We've got a few bits and pieces that are just sort of getting to their rating. Uh, The the rating system here in Hong Kong is very important. Uh, In race two, there's a a horse called Charmander who I had in New Zealand. Uh, He came in to Hong Kong off a rating of 63. He's all the way down to 40 now. Um, He's had 15 starts for not much, but he's getting to a rating where he can be competitive uh, Vincent Ho is going to ride him for us He's drawn a bit awkward But he's a horse that doesn't like to be cluttered up on the fence So it might be a blessing in disguise for him uh, So he might be one to watch Drop him back down at a class 5 for the first time In race 2
0: Perfect, at a very reasonable hour of midnight For us, Smithy, that is wonderful <laughs> um, <laughs> Jamie Enjoy the week mate, I hope you find some time To do some socialising as well It's, it's, what, it's just after 6am there now So it's pretty much midday for you um, and, and Danielle is all well? And healthy,
1: Danielle's Danielle's great. Yep. So the uh, little fella's coming at the end of the month. So that'll be uh, an exciting time. So uh, big week this week, and then Christmas, and then baby, and yeah, life's going to change.
0: <laughs> Life
2: is going to change.
0: I don't. I do not know it was possible you could get less sleep, but somehow it's about to happen, mate. So It's um, going to happen. <laughs> good to catch. Good to catch up, and good luck this
1: week, man. Good to chat, boys. See you.